to the Binge 10. I am Larry Goldman, and here's what I thought was good watching last week, and what I'd recommend you watch this week. Uh, it was a lot of animation this week, lots of animation. Um, so, for instance, uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Uh, you know, if you didn't catch season one of this, this is an animated anthology that typically has to do one or more of the title subjects, Love, Death, or Robots, or all three, or two of the three. There are different animation styles in each episode, and of course, different stories. Um, some are as quick as seven minutes, maybe the longest one is 20 minutes. Stories range from falling in love with robots, to crazy monsters found in the middle of nowhere, to a giant washed up on the shore. Uh, I finished this season's uh, group of uh, shows, I would say they scored seven out of eight. I think seven of them were great, and one was just okay. Uh, I do recommend Love, Death, and Robots. Um, Intergalactic, I started watching on Peacock. Uh, like Girls 5 Eva, they released the entire season to stream. No real stars in this one, but the story revolves around a police officer, Ash, uh, framed for treason, and who is shipped off to a prison planet Lo and behold, uh, the prisoners break free. We wind up in a situation where we really don't know who the real good guys are and the real bad guys are. Ash's mom is on one side. Ash's dad is on the other. So they commandeer the ship. They evade the common world. And they try to get a place called Arcadia. There's some action. There's some interesting secrets with all the characters, especially this uh, scientist who is supposedly a terrorist. The acting is bad. Maybe the dialogue, uh, maybe it's because the dialogue is so bad. I think Intergalactic is just uh, okay. Um, Castlevania. This is the fourth and what they've said is the final season of Castlevania. Uh, this continues the animated story of good vampires, bad vampires, night creatures, vampire hunters, magicians, and forgers. This show has a ton of action, some real good animated blood, guts, and gore, um, some good one-liners and jokes, a decent story all the way through. Uh, nothing too interestingly different about the season. Different factions of people are trying to bring Dracula back from hell. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to be successful. I have finished this one up, uh, but I would guess it would be successful. I recommend Castlevania. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, they're supposed to be releasing some spin-offs, or at least some things in the same uh, universe as Castlevania. Uh, the Bad Batch. So on Disney, this is a continuation from the animated series The Clone Wars. It's the story about a mutated batch of clones who form a superior fighting team. And they find their loyalties tested between the Republic and the Empire. This is typical Star Wars stuff. Tons of action, good animation. Again, great one-liners. A lot of likable and extraordinarily dislikable characters. I recommend The Bad Batch. Solos on Amazon. Uh, this is a science fiction anthology, about 30 minutes apiece. Um, uh, guess what? It's called Solos, and what that means is there's only one actor or one character. I should say one character, one actor in each episode. So it's pretty interesting stuff. They got Anthony Mackie doing one. Uh, Morgan Freeman's doing one. 
Uh, I watched the first couple. The first one's about a scientist who was able to connect with her future self and past self, but she has trouble telling which one is which and which way it's going to go. So it's really interesting stuff like that. Uh, Amazon has done a, a few of these science fiction anthologies. I've always liked them, and I like this one as well. So I'm recommending Solos. Um, so what are my favorite series of the week? What should you catch on, on this week? So the never has ended this week and it was absolutely awesome ending. Uh, it, it throws the whole thing up for grabs. I, I won't do any spoilers here. Nobody, nobody could have seen any of this coming or what it was all about or who true really is. It was absolutely, absolutely awesome. I want to thank HBO for saving us from the ethical dilemma of watching it by firing Joss Whedon. So um, if you didn't catch Nevers, really catch up on the whole thing. They'll have a new showrunner next year or for part two, as they say. So my top 10 series of the week are the following. 10 is Debris. Uh, they're putting debris on the list as things are getting better here. They haven't cracked the top 10 before, but they have now. Uh, something happened this week with a bright ball of power. I don't know what that was, but it was pretty darn good. Number nine, Fear the Walking Dead. It returns to the top 10 this week. We'll have to see if John's father stays on his recurring character. Uh, number eight, Big Shots. Still like this John Stamos show. Uh, we learn all about the fall. Uh, from Grace of a Dad's impact on the children as Louise really struggles with, uh, you know, dealing with her dad's arrest. Uh, number seven, Mayor of Easttown. Power-packed episode this week. Lots of reveals. It's hard to believe where this could go next, but, of course, I think we're going to be seeing now that uh, we followed the kidnapping, we'll probably try to still continue to solve uh, Aaron's murder. Number six is Mosquito Coast. Uh, number five is Hack Two episodes again this week. We go through her past as we start to like her more and more. I don't know. Maybe we do like her just a little bit. Uh, number four, Everything's Going to Be Okay. Matilda proposes. Drea says yes. Oh, boy. Uh, number three is Gangs of London. The carnage continues. Number two is Cruel Summer. We jumped into August this week. Fingers are pointing that Jeanette's the bad guy, but that just seems too obvious to me. Our number one is The Blacklist. They did not reveal the secrets I thought they were going to reveal this week, but we're getting really, really close. They finally catch Liz. Um, other things knocking on the series door. Mythic Quest. Home and Economics was pretty funny this week. I just, I just can't. Put Handmaid's Tale in the top 10 yet. At least she got out of Chicago. She did not turn down another trip to Canada. Great. Uh, Manifest is interesting, but moving slowly. Love how they weaved in a piece of Noah's Ark. So if you don't like seeing a show by show, week by week, if you just want to binge something all together, all at once, here are my top 10 binges. For All Mankind, Who Killed Sarah, Part 2 already came out. Part 1 was just a couple months ago. They're coming out with Part 2 really quickly. They're trying to make you think that Sarah's now the bad person. Um, 
Do you need to watch part one to understand part two? Maybe not. I think you'll get the hang of it. But, uh, you know, can't stop watching it. Eight is Castlevania. Seven is Sky Rojo. Six is Solos. Five is Girls 5 Eva. Four is Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, I'm watching this one with the family, and, and they're not moving fast enough for me. This one just gets better and better and better in every episode as you get closer and closer to understanding how they got their powers. Three is The One. Two is Love, Death, and Robots. And number one is Serpent. I'll continue to mix this up with brand new binges. Some of the things that we watched that were pretty darn good. It's Good Morning Veronica. You can't hide behind her eyes. Uh, there's some new ones coming on. I should probably put Nevers on this list uh, since it was so good to watch. Um, and my guess is Gamora just came out with a new, uh, with a new season. My guess is that we'll get to the top 10 extremely quickly. What's coming out this week? I mentioned Gamora, Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder uh, is on Netflix. Marvel's Modoc is on Hulu. That's animated. Amazon Prime's got a pink movie. And Master of None. So this time, Aziz Ansari, not part of the cast. Uh, so we'll have to see where they go from here. I did catch a couple of the new movies. So on HBO Max, Those Who Wish Me Dead with Angelina Jolie. Uh, spoiler alert, this movie's terrible. Um, Angelina Jolie is as great of an action star as anyone. Can't wait to see her in The Eternals. But this movie just doesn't quite work out, and it should have. Not only does it have Jolie, but it's got John Bernthal. He was Shane from The Walking Dead. He was The Punisher. It's got Aiden Gillen from Games of Thrones. The story is pretty bad. There's a couple of good action scenes. There's a really cool scene where the fire looks like a character itself, but uh, but it's brief. Uh, I, I just can't recommend it at all. Um, then in the theaters, Wrath of Man. Uh, this is a Guy Ritchie-directed movie, but it's not one of those with his whole crew, okay? He did do a little writing on this one, but it's not really one of his originals from the ground up. Uh, that being said, Jason Statham is in it, and he is unleashed on Los Angeles to find whoever killed his son. He himself is a thief, not necessarily a good guy, but better than these other guys. Uh, Jeffrey Donovan from Burn Notice, I'm a big fan of. It's great to see as the bad guy. And it's really, really interesting to see how Statham tries to find out who's the killer, how he investigates. It kind of goes undercover himself. The action's pretty good. A little less hand-to-hand -hand -hand for hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat for a, a Statham movie, which I missed. But I'm still recommending Wrath of Man. Happy watching this week. I think a couple things end this week. Uh, so we'll have some new things breaking in the top tens all over the place. Good watching.